0: local just naturally does that to you. Obviously, you know, people know you about the area as well. A lot of friends are Kelly fans. So it does build that, adds that extra incentive into the game. And also local rivals that you're playing against. They're just great games to be involved in. So there is certainly that we added that pressure. We are the David, we are the Goliath almost as well. So, you know, there's that, that sort of backstory to it which uh, makes it even more interesting. Just really conscious that I never wanted that blot in my copybook of being part of a team that, gets, that loses to our fiercest rivals.
1: Season 2008-2009 was a tough one for Kilmarnock patchy league form in November and December were not ideal preparation for a Scottish Cup tie with old rivals there United. The 180 minutes which followed had a little bit of everything. In this episode of Killy Histories we hear from a Kilmarnock Hall of Famer about the epic battle. I'm Gordon Gillen, and this is Derby Days with Gary Hay. With Clamarnock's long-term participation in the top flight of Scottish football, Air United seldom had the opportunity to challenge their more illustrious opponents. And they made trips to Somerset Park, a stadium unburdened by expensive developments since its construction in the 19th century, as unpleasant as they possibly could. This Scottish Cup tie was no different. was not a fantastic stomping ground for us, obviously, because... The teams weren't in the same divisions, we didn't have the, the regular games that we had in the sort of early, earlier years, you know, under um, Jim Fleet and Tommy Burns
0: and these guys. So it probably brings even more importance to it that you know that you might not see them again for at least two or three years. So it adds importance to the victory, but you know, Somerset is a, such a romantic Brilliant place to go and play football. Um, it really is. Now. I know it's you know it's that old style. You know it just it reminds me of the old trumpet park in the to be. Obviously Kelly was a bigger stadium, but it, it, it just people standing watching the game under a sort of ramshackle tin roof. And you know it's it's a brilliant stadium. I love still going to it now and again. Um, I've been there, down there now and again watching games and stuff like that. And it's just it's brilliant. It just it makes you, it reminds you of the olden olden days I played football even stadiums like Morton and stuff like that as well remind me of that you know, we just approached that game we approached all games Jim and Billy had his right up for it as well Jim and Billy were well aware of the significance of the game as well obviously those guys you know, Jim steeped in hearts and he knew what the hearts hips game went, and he understood that this was just the exact same based down in Ayrshire. So he understood that and you know, he made sure that the players understood that as well. So, you know, it was it was two brilliant games. Really it was people going into their work, men and women getting into their work working the, the Monday. Just wanted to get some stick off for their fellow workers. So I it was there was always an edge to the game. I had a lot of respect for the for the players, we knew that and some good players in the team as well and it was going to be it was going to be a tough game, no doubt about that. And then like, particularly in the first game, the, the weather conditions were just you know, it was just absolutely horrendous. I think the groundsman had went and bought one of the big wind machines and rain machines and just had it sitting somewhere, swelling it onto
1: the pitch. It was just absolutely wild. But it made for a, a just a, a right road roaring cup tie, which it certainly proved to be. Do you know when you're playing in that kind of game that's going to be the first one on sports scene people are going to be interested in outside of Kilmarnock in there? Oh aye
0: absolutely, you, as you say this is the win sports scene, are sitting, sitting there rubbing the hands down, huh. there's the first upset because you know that that makes good viewing as well, they're looking for upsets so I'm sure that that's what we're expecting, that's what i actually feel is that we probably deserve to win the game overall, I feel we're, we're the better
2: team, obviously Big Allen Russell kind of missed a penalty as well, which probably would have put, I think it would have put the game beyond doubt. You know, fair player to, to Ayr, they never, they never gave up. They kept pushing and pushing and pushing and you know, they got their reward in the end in that, in that first game. And it's a corner kick to the home side. Number four of the second half. And some of the fans here for the exit. They pause to see if they can convert this chance to the home team. And send us to a replay. The goalkeeper comes for his defender. A shot and equaliser! That's what the substitute was there to do! And that's precisely what he has done! Alex Williams, the remote, drilled in short! And he united him equalised!
1: A bitter blow, of course, to lose a late equaliser to your local rivals. But after the 2-2 draw, it was mixed emotions for Gary Hay.
0: At the time, obviously, I'm not happy. I kind got of gutted. Going back in the dressing room, you feel as if you've won. you're in charge, you're going to win the game, and then you end up drawing, and it's a replay. You know, feel as if it's a loss. But you know, looking
2: back on it now, I'm delighted. It was a 2-2 draw in the first game, and we got to, to play out the second game. To hit the front here. that's not a bad ball at all. It's not bad at all. It's absolutely fantastic, for Air uh, United, Brian Bronte claims the goal, and that is exactly what the doctor ordered for the Cup Minnows. why well, he's brave enough to do his head, and it all comes from this slight pass here from Simon Ford. He gives it away, and then can't get back all side Alan Combe desperately trying to come, but never getting there. And Bronte brave enough to do his head in, was his head. What we for Ford. Watch well, what is our a handball? Watch his left arm. Well, it certainly comes off his left hand. I don't think the, goal that the referee can see that. He's blindsided by the referee. And 20 has somehow got off with it. Watch a break for him. Well, Jim and Billy, they were actually fighting because they were just, like, do the things. We need to move the ball quicker. We need to get beyond the full backs
1: and get crosses coming in from better areas and you know, kind be of intricate things like that. We need the strikers to be doing better to hold the ball up and stuff and being a little bit more calmer in possession is what he was looking for to create those opportunities. Jim Jeffries and Billy Brown, and we talked a little bit beforehand about them being kind of tough taskmasters, looking after their players but being quite tough at times. The impression I would have, looking from the outside in, is bad cop, bad cop. Which of the two of them would ever modify to be the good good cop in that relationship? Uh, We both do it at times. Billy and Jim have known each other for God knows how many years.
0: So each other inside out and you know it's funny you say always well, reminded me of bad Badcock bad cop, because at times that's who they could be because sometimes you used to think you know we'd come in and jim would start and he you know maybe start criticising some boys for you know no holding the ball up or not working hard enough or you know not doing whatever and you think right here's billy going to come in he's going to be a wee bit calmer <laughs> what it would actually do sometimes is jim's kind of raising his voice and getting a wee bit angrier it used to get me Billy even angrier as well so then he would come in after that and he'd be even angrier than what Jim was and then other times it was a case of it was like you know Billy might have been really angry and, and he'd be having a go at maybe a couple of boys and then Jim would come down and sit next to you and talk to you you know and talk to you about a couple of things about the game or Stash if you're all right Or you know Whatever it may be So you know They couldn't be bad cop Bad cop But other times They we were Good cop Bad cop And they were both Sometimes they were even They were good cops as well But probably that was More in the Monday Like after a game At the weekend And they might have Calmed down a wee bit as well And you know We Billy might have seen Something in the telly You know the changed the view Of what actually happened On the Saturday And they might he'd Be the first to come up to say listen hi, you're right I got it wrong It was the young man That scored that goal there It was actually Such and such He's so my apologies for that, you know, so. And that's where they did things, and it was definitely what the, the club needed. They come in and brought a, a strong winning mentality into the, the group of players. They inherited some groups, they also inherited a group of players, they inherited some young boys, like uh, you know, Paul De Giacomo, Peter Canero, boys like that, and they say, you know, man, come in at 17-year-old as well, and what they did do is help. They obviously helped build a bit of resilience and toughness and mental toughness into those boys and helped him go on and you know have good careers. They wanted to play attacking football. It wasn't a case of we want to get ten men behind the ball, sit deep and try and counter attack and stuff like that, what Jim tried to do. It was it was always based around us defending resolutely, being tough to play against, being horrible to play against, but when we do have the ball, he wanted players in the team who could create things. And that's when he tried to obviously identify signings that he wanted, players that he wanted to bring in. That was it, the type of players that he wanted. We come out the second half and we got a good response, I think. And then obviously, David had his sort of moment of madness. Hey, too much on that. You would think Fernandez might yet
2: make something of it. Oh, that's fantastic from the Spaniard. That's a the technique, he has. Well, he's gone so off, off. The referee was right there. He's lashed out by the look of things, and this could be another pivotal moment in this cup tie. Fernandez unhappy with the close attentions, frustration boiled over. The referee will have made up his mind already. I think Fernandez, in his hearts of hearts, knows. The confirmation The Down to 10 Ah you're just thinking Oh what a tube <laughs> <laughs> You know Because David was uh, A brilliant player yeah. um, Brilliant character as well Cracking boy You just think oh, What's he done You know He's, he's put us a wee bit In the proverbial here Because the game uh, The game was on an edge Because well, it felt as if We were in control of the game But then That then It feels as if It puts you in a bad foot But I'm not 100% sure But I'm pretty certain just a few weeks prior to that, I think we played Hibs at Easter Road, or certainly that season at some point, we played Hibs at Easter Road, and we went down to 10 men then. I think it was colder than sent off, and we played with 10 men for a wee bit in that game, and we ended up winning that game four two. Mm. David actually played like up front in his own that night, and was outstanding, held the ball up really well, brought others into play, we ended up winning that game four two, so I don't know whether subconsciously that was in my mind. It helps, it almost relaxed. there's a wee bit, sometimes when it's like in a weird situation, when you go, you've got 11 against 10, you might think, oh that person's going to go and press the ball there, you know, you've got an extra man, I can just stay where I am, that person's going to press it, or mm-hmm. he's going to go and press it now and I can go and do this, and it's almost as if sometimes when you get got 11 against 10, you do a wee bit of less. Pressure on the ball when you have got the eleven. That felt as if that's what he had possibly did, and we started to get a wee bit more time and space, and we probably started to shift the ball a wee bit better, and then deservedly went on and won the game fairly comfortable in the end. It's to be better for from here at the back. The, the out ball has to be better. With a man advantage, it's, the pressure's coming back in waves on them at the moment. Pascale finds Tao. Now Bryson. Still going, Bryson. It's a great, amazing run from Bryson. Back by Grinley. Tao! Kilmarnock leads! ready to hold for his and it really is 1 foot now in the 5th round for Kilmarnock with 15 minutes to go well Generally just looked badly exposed no real reaction after he made the save but Kilmarnock have shown no intention to back off since they went a man down this is a terrific one into the journal could have hit it earlier, Angle was doing them no favours and it just sets up beautifully for Tull. If anything, it comes too far off the gloves here of Brindley. And Tull just following in and hold. What a player. What a player we made he was. Absolutely unbelievable. The most skillful player I've ever played with. You know, in, in players
0: like that, was players that Jim liked to have in the team, alongside boys that could do the dirty stuff really well. Was Jim and Billy's strong point was getting players with that team ethic trying to sprinkle that maybe with a wee bit of brilliance like you know like I said Mehdi Fernandez, Davis Fernandes Eric Skoran mm. you know in his first spell you know guys like that you know, and they're the kind of guys that do get players uh, to, to get the fans off their seats there's no doubt about that I really enjoyed I don't know if it was the best position but I really enjoyed Mehdi in front of me because my strengths I feel, well, we are going forward
1: I loved having Mehdi in front of me because it kind of made my job much simpler I, didn't, I would get the ball and I didn't really have to think All right, where's the first striker as he came across you or where's the second striker or can I play a pass into midfield my first thought was just where's Mehdi, give him the ball and then just stand back and watch him you know, beat players so I really enjoyed having Mehdi in front of me If you've got a sliding scale Gary with joy at one end and relief at the other where's the needle pointing? That game I think the joy would have been a bit nine or something. Almost the flip side, we've now got the ten against the eleven, so that almost makes them the favourites to go and win the game. We've actually been the ones that have actually turned the screw and, you know, raised the tempo and stuff and then we've went up and we've, you know, then won the game. So looking at that think
0: thinking, What a fantastic result that then turns out to be because we are the ten against the eleven. Um, so probably the joy was up there about nine or so and the relief maybe. The was polished all up at 8 or 9 as well, let's be honest But um, there was certainly a lot more joy than relief after that that final whistle Because, again, you felt part of that I don't know if the whole game played well, but certainly the last 30 minutes be showed that we were the better side um, in that night and it proved to be
1: Thank you to Gary Hay for looking back at one of the iconic Ayrshire Derbies. Killy's hard fought 3 1 Scottish Cup victory after a replay. Gary will be back later in the year reflecting on his distinguished career in more detail. Killy Histories is made for the Kilmarnock Football Club Former Players Association. Find out more at KillyHistories.com. If you like the series, please do share and leave a review. You can follow on Facebook and Twitter at Kelly Histories. The theme music Clear Progress by music.com is used under free Creative Commons license. I'm Gordon Gillen. See you next time.
2: and he gets above Neil McGarry, but Grinley once he decides he's coming for this he has to get something on it and he gets absolutely nothing good pace in the ball and all Floth does is help it onto the target there but Grinley made up his mind early this was his and was never getting there